<laughs> Hello, is this thing on? Oh, happy, happy Thursday, or as we like to call it, First Friday. Uh, it's First Friday. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. I had a nice bike ride today. No dip in the ocean today, um, but I'm going in tomorrow. Um, had a good bike ride today, and uh, that was nice. Coffee with a friend in the backyard. He's going to help me uh, sell my bike, uh, so I'm excited about that. This is a bike, a fixed gear bike that I bought when I was a, when I was a hipster. I bought a bike when I was a hipster, and now um, and now I'm ready to sell it because I'm ready to become a biker, um, but not that kind of biker. I've been a biker also, but uh, that's sort of over. Let's see. Here, here I am. This looks like it's live. I can say hi to people now. Oh, everybody's here. Uh, what do we got? Got David, uh, Rachel, Amy, uh, Jen, <sighs> Julie, Joan, Darren, Keith, Scott, greetings, and uh, Brad, yo. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. This is an exciting, uh, exciting day. I just realized the Masters Golf Tournament from Augusta, Georgia is going to be happening. Is coconut water acceptable for First Friday Happy Hour? Yes, pick. Coconut water is completely except whatever beverage you want mixed with ever whatever other beverage you want is a uh, is a good uh, beverage for Happy Hour. Um, Belinda's planning this charity event <clears throat> that I'm going to be doing. That's a um, it's my friend Christella and I are going to have a conversation. They're going to sell tickets. We're going to have a conversation. And then they're going to do this for the high ticket price donors. They're going to do this wine tasting thing. And uh, just the whole idea of a virtual wine tasting seems a little bit absurd to me. But I guess they're going to be mailing wine out to people. So that's just wine drinking. People are going to be drinking wine. So you got to do whatever you want. Greetings, Fix Gear Bike. Yes. Um... You could have warned me, Ed, on the fixed gear bike. Well, no, I enjoyed my years of riding the fixed gear bike, but now I'm getting a, uh, I think I'm going to be purchasing a gravel bike. I, I tried out the road bike, but uh, that, that wasn't so good. Move the Byron Nelson to McKinney, where you live. Oh, well, that's cool, Jen. Um, can't afford tickets, but it's like right over there. Yeah, well, you can't even go to the Masters. The Masters is not having people go. So even if, well, Texas is a little bit different than Georgia. Although, is it? Um, yes, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, but uh, you can't go to the Masters this year. It's all going to be online. Haven't had that for a while. Used to drink a lot, Darren says, about coconut water, I think. Um, Stephanie, greetings. Uh, do you know Brad? Do you guys have the same last name? Um, don't you? Am I wrong about that? Yes. Um <clears throat> Yes, I'm not wrong about that. Scott, uh, burly gravel bites are bitching, so I'm told. Your gravel day, days... Well, I know, I'm getting this bike to mostly ride on the road, but I, I like the gravel bike because the tires are a little bit fatter than a road bike, but a little bit smaller than a mountain bike, so it's not going to slow you down, and uh, i got to go over uh, curbs and whatnot. Yeah, Ed, gravel bike is a thing. It's like a combination between a road bike and a gravel bike, um, still thick tires so you can go over stuff but uh, lighter frame only one sprocket in the front like a mountain bike hmm. and the reason for that is uh, who's got time to be dealing with two sprockets when you're trying to go up and down a mountain um, recumbent bike 
not the coolest look. No, Andrew, it's not. And I thought about a recumbent bike. Uh, there is a geezer, and I say that in the most uh, accepting and kind and fellowship sort of way. There's a geezer in the neighborhood who rides a, a recumbent bike all over the place. Um, and it's a recumbent trike, actually. Two wheels in the front. And uh, the way he can whip that thing around is awesome. And I've seen him on busy Lincoln Boulevard on that recumbent bike, sitting way down low with the flag up high, like making a left turn, like cutting right across two lanes of traffic. The guy, for a geezer, he's got he's got the balls of a young man because the way he gets out in traffic, he just he just goes for it. And so I'm a little worried about that. Stephanie's your daughter, Brad. Huh? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, we've got a little father-daughter action going on in the show. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see you both here. That's that's exciting. Multi-generational. I feel like the show is multi-generational now. Um, uh, <laughs> you guys are both chiming in. Are you not? You must not be in the same house. Peloton. Yeah, Peloton. That's your bike riding at home. I'm going to be riding my bike. Out in the out in the world, I do I do have a friend who's got the Peloton, and I was just talking to uh, one of my um, corporate friends. I, I met her at, on this corporate gig, and she is a big advocate of Peloton. She says it's really, really great, um, and it's not just the bike rides, but the other workouts that you can do on Peloton that are that are terrific. And so, um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about the idea of doing other workouts on a pedal on a Peloton bike or off the Peloton bike. Sorry, I was just looking at a little bit of trying to prep to seize the day for today. I've been looking up facts about animals. Jake is going to be the three of us for Thanksgiving, or are you getting together with other people outside? Yeah, we're going to get to um, Dave. They do make a gravel unicycle. Um, they make a mountain unicycle. I've, I think I mentioned that on the show the other day. Um, yeah, and it's a hybrid bike, sure, of course. Um, so, uh, I'm just trying to keep up. Uh, you're in same, different rooms in the same house, Stephanie. I got you now. Got you. So, um, what was the question? Thanksgiving. Right. So, what's happening is we're going to have another family. They're actually our neighbors, so we see them, <laughs> we see them fairly often all Anyway, but uh, their kids are just a little bit younger than uh, Fanula, and all of our kids get along. And so we're going to have Thanksgiving. They're going to come over. Um, they're sort of in the same bubble as us, and uh, we'll be f- we'll, we'll still we're not going to get any closer than six feet to each other. But uh, they'll come over, and we may have uh, another couple come over. Although I'm I'm sort of not keen on that. Uh, so. Here we go. Darren Peloton. I'm not sure why you're asking a question, but it's a it's a stationary bike with a whole online subscription workout service, just in case you're interested in subscribing. I don't, I don't make any money off of Peloton, but I was going to talk about an animal today. I've written it down in the book based on a suggestion from yesterday, and it's not the sloth. Um... So, Julie, you say, I feel like a geezer now, so if you're 57, well, no, I would say you're not a geezer till you're, I mean, I, I maybe I'm a geezer, uh, 60, I don't know, I don't know when you're a geezer. The British, they call people a geezer, it's almost the same as calling someone a C-word. Our daughter, uh, what is she, where's our daughter, what is she doing? 
And does she have a good laugh for you? Well, she does laugh. I, I can make her laugh. She's in her room going to online school. We we did a couple of C-dips this week, but she's been off it for the past couple of days. Mm, greetings from Hil- Hilton Head Island. Barb, that's beautiful, Hilton Head Island. Um, so today's animal that I was going to talk about is the okapi. Okapi? Or okapi? Akapi? Uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, it's also known as the forest giraffe. O-K-A-P-I. And uh, if you've never seen one of these things, they're pretty cool looking. They don't really look like a giraffe. They look like kind of a cross between a deer with a super narrow face and a zebra because their their butts and legs are striped like a zebra, but then their bodies are kind of a burnt uh, brown auburny color. Um, Flavia, hello. You decided to put the kid back in uh, in-person school. Yeah, Jen. Well, I support that decision. Uh, I I get it. Uh, I was. Uh, we're gonna let we're gonna let Fanula kind of decide for herself. I th- I think for for young people, it's maybe not so dangerous. Hopefully, they don't come home and kill us all. Um, <laughs> a geezer or a codger is anyone who acts old. Well, I think a geezer is a bit more a codger. I. F- picture is more cranky and sedentary, whereas a geezer, I picture is more spunky and sarcastic and uh, busy, still busy pissing people off. <laughs> but maybe that's just me. So the okapi, also known as the forest giraffe, because the giraffe and the okapi, or okapi, have a um, common ancestor. Um, and the okapi, they live in the forests of the Central Republic of, Democratic Republic of Congo, actually. Um, and they were not discovered by Western scientists until I think it's 1901 because they're very elusive. They're, they're, they hide, and they, the Westerners were hearing the uh, tribe, the tribe people there, talk about them, but they had never seen them. And finally, they they got a couple of skulls and a skin, and they believe that they exist. But they're very, um, they're very, very private and camouflagey, hiding. They they're herbivores. They have super long tongues, like a giraffe, which they have a common ancestor to. They're very territorial and they're solitary. They they the males and females don't get together until it's mating time. Um, and okapi have sticky um, scent glands on the bottom of their hooves that they use to, you know, while they're walking around, they're also marking their their territory. Um, they, uh, as I said, they're herbivores. They can eat between 45 and 60 pounds of food a day, which is, that's a lot of food. And their gestation time is 14 to 16 months. So can you imagine a year and two to a year and four months, mommy carrying that baby around? Their calves are 35 pounds when they're born. And this, here's an interesting okapi fact. Okay, so far, the most interesting thing about okapis, well, the way they look is pretty cool. Um, but that they have scent glands in their feet that mark their territory, I thought was interesting. And when the babies are born, they weigh 35 pounds, and they don't shit for up to eight weeks. For four, the four to eight weeks, they go without pooping, the babies. And that's to um, so that they don't attract predators, because their, their, their poop could... Uh, obviously it'd make a scent. And they live in a little nest. The okapi makes a little nest where the baby is in for four to eight weeks and uh, and they don't poop in that nest. They're worried about leopards, these okapis. If you, the number one worry? The number one worry of the okapi. The number one worry of the okapi. What are leopards, Alex? What are leopards? 
That is correct. Um, so they're endangered, the Okapis. Uh, their population declined 50% in the last 24 years, which uh, is a kind of a long period of time. They're on a slow on a slowdown. I, I don't understand how we can know what their real population is if they're so elusive. But again, you know, ours is not to really question uh, the facts that we get on the internet, but just to blindly uh, or mindlessly repeat them. And uh, I, I've learned that lesson from many a politician. So um, the females are bigger than the males in the Okapi. Uh, females can weigh between 495 and 770 pounds, and the males between 440 and 660. So some of the bigger males might be bigger than some of the smaller females, but in general the females are bigger, um, and they do have to give birth to a 35-pound baby, a copy. Um, so that tells you some, something. Um, they have thick, oily fur uh, because they live in the rainforest, and the oily fur keeps them dry. So they, they so I imagine their, their pelts are kind of like a seal pelt, thick and, and kind of oily, which is why they're, they're poached for their uh, bush meat and also also their their thick oily fur and then they they also are endangered because of their destruction of habitat. I mentioned that they're solitary. Um oh when they walk, I thought this was interesting. Um and I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if I knew this, but when they walk, they move the same side front and rear leg and then the same side front and rear leg when they're walking, as opposed to other ungulates or hooved animals. I learned, I think we all knew ungulates, but I didn't, I had to look it up. Uh, hooved animals, other hooved animals move the opposite, so the right front and the left rear move at the same time. But not the okapi and not the giraffe, they move the same side. So they're much more of a swaying, moving, shaking their bodies from side to side, as uh, Mr. Kermit Ruffins uh, would tell you to do. Um, the mothers communicate to their young, the Okapi mothers communicate to their young through infrasonic, infrasonic calls, which I think uh, infrared, so subsonic are like elephants, brrr, way below, and infrasonic are high. Is that right? I think that's right. And so, um, so the, uh, these Okapi have a have a way to communicate because they don't want to attract the the effing leopards. These leopards they can't they can't hear infrasonic sounds, not like the Okapi. Um, so the Okapi put Okapis and elephants in the same room talking to uh, their own kind. They can't hear each other. They don't speak the same language, and uh, that's a little bit of a problem that we're having. We're experiencing a similar problem to that uh, in our politics right now. Uh, that's a little takeaway. Um, yeah, Julie, I don't know what the weird gate is about, but it could be have to do with uh, with some kind of uh, the way that the way they're eating or feeding or whatever. Um, <laughs> Darren, you never heard of Peloton before. Well, you got to get out of the house, or you got to watch the daily briefing. That's what I'm here for—to bring you up, bring you up to date. Um, Ed, you've never heard of the Akapi before? Yeah, you should look them up and see what they look like. We have a couple of them here at the L.A. Zoo. Um, um, Robert is saying, overheard at the zoo, that's not a zebra hide. It's Akapi. Akapi is how how I think that pronunciation is. Ah, and here the Akapi. Jen's provided us with a photo. Um, (laughs) Uh... Keith, you think you're the oldest here. Well, you may be the oldest here today, but uh, 
there's a guy named Don who's here quite often who I think is in his 80s so I'm not sure how old you are um, <laughs> Young and Copy must also avoid the very dangerous mountain unicycle yes Andrew although there's probably only one thing uh, more rare than our copy I shouldn't say there's only one thing there's I, I would say the mountain unicyclist is a bit more rare than the Okapi, and especially in the Democ- Democratic Republic of Congo, <laughs> there are almost no... That's not the natural habitat of the mountain unicyclists, I'm pretty sure. Infrasonic is low sound. Oh, okay. Ultrasonic, so it is like elephant sound, so they could hear each other. Well, there goes my political metaphor, sad. Um... They can lick their own ears. That's hot. Yes, Dave. I forgot to mention that. Their tongues are very long, so they can lick their own ears and their noses. <laughs> this is a little bit of a tongue-hand uh, pantomime work that I'm that I'm getting ready. When I come out on the road again, man, about half of it's going to be um, tongue pantomime, so get ready for that. Um, so that's that's your uh, that's your animal of the day, the okapi. And uh, I'm sorry that Belinda, Lady Jerry, couldn't be here today because she does love the okapi, and I remember her writing a paper about them um, for uh, for one of her animal geography classes. <laughs> Flavia says, "I'm only as old as I feel today. I feel early 40s. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Um, okapi, not okapi. I guess I'm I'm saying it wrong." According to the internet, it's okapis is the plural. Yeah, <coughs> octopuses. Go figure. Um, next week, naked mole rat. Well, Brad, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, so yeah, we're only as old as we feel. Age is just a number. Um, <laughs> I, I'd love to think of a, so- a question to ask Mr. Predicto, but I think I'm just moving Mr. Predicto to get to the question box. Um, what remains undone that you've wanted to get done for years? What remains undone that I've wanted to get done for years? In terms of, per- you know, my personal digitizing of all the video souvenirs of me over the years, uh, I'd like to get that done. That remains undone. That's a good one. I'd like to get a- I'd like to get that video digitized. I keep mentioning that, and uh, maybe I can. Maybe I need to write a book. <laughs> a book. About finally the Okapi Akapi uh, project. I've got to get to work on that. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a very long. What remains undone? What remains undone? Well, I had a kid. I didn't think I was going to have a kid in my life, and I did that. And I got married. I'd given up on that, but that happened. Now um, I've traveled a lot of places. I'm not sure where I'd like to travel to next. Um, Dave, still act like you're 17 and sustain injuries daily. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the lessons that I've really been trying to learn this year, that whole idea of listening to your body. Because I can still do a lot of stuff. I've been doing these C dips and I'm training jujitsu when I can, when I, you know, when I'm allowed again. Um, but, uh, but man, uh, I can't, I can't do everything I used to be able to do and I can't do I can't do some of the things I do as often as I used to be able to do them but you know what are you going to do um yeah I missed my trip to New Zealand you're right Jen that's a thing that remains undone that I meant to do and we're really we're really wanting to go Belinda's grandmother has gone into the um assisted living 
care facility, and she loves it, by the way. She's 101, loves it. Her social life is taking off. She's putting on a little bit of weight because when she was at home, even though people were coming in to cook her her food, she was lonesome. So her appetite was down. She would eat a little bit, go to bed. I think she was just kind of going through the motions uh, from day to day. (laughs) Sound familiar, everybody? Oh, my God. That's the thing that's killing me about this uh, pandemic COVID virinus is you wake up in the morning Today, my to-do list was go, for, go on this bike ride. When I got back from the bike ride, I was like, boom, that's it. But uh, then I've got this, you know. So, I, yeah, it's just the repetitive day-to-day. So Belinda's grandmother is really excited to be at this facility where she's got a social life now. She's hanging out with other people, and uh, she's being fed well, and you can conversate and socialize, all that stuff. You're always pushing Africa, so many different types of places. Yeah, Egypt, Morocco, North Africa. I feel like, yeah, Ed, I would love to go to Africa, too. And, and you know, that Egypt, Morocco, top, top North Africa, that's a trip. And then there's your desert Africa that you want to check out a little bit down just below that or actually part of that, right? Then you've got your Victoria Falls and all of that kind of jungly Africa. Then you've got your... Uh, Serengeti, your planes, all your animals that you want to go see. And then uh, I have to admit, I'm curious to visit South Africa. I'm interested in that. Um, Get a round-trip airline ticket to New Zealand for about $26 now. Uh, Well, Darren, I don't think you can. I think you'll find that it's tricky to get a ticket to New Zealand because you've got to prove that you're allowed to get in there. And it's very limited availability. They've canceled a ton of flights because... No, they're not allowing people in. you got to quarantine for two weeks if you are allowed to get in. Um, and so we're thinking about that. Julie says, I can't wait for assisted living. Hope you're not too senile so you can appreciate it. Well, Julie, you know, I've been pitching uh, the idea of the, not a retirement community, but, you know, these communities where you move and it, they've got a more communal kind of a social aspect. I suppose we could create that in our own uh, in our own world. Yeah, pick. Every day feels like Sunday. Ki- kind of like Sunday, except things are weirdly open. Like, you can go to some restaurants and eat outside here. I know that a lot of places they're shutting down. <laughs> Jen says, I'd rather get hit in the face with a frying pan than go to Africa. Texas is hot enough. Well, um, yes, and I know that you're joking because uh, I, I would really caution you to not make that deal because... <laughs> Getting hit in the face with a frying pan, definitely worse than going to Africa. I mean, if someone's taking a full swing, even a half swing of a frying pan in the face could put you out of commission for a while. But uh, then again, I don't know you. You know what you're talking about. Africa, probably the most diverse continent. This is a big continent. (laughs) Jen, you're ready for assisted living. Well, listen, maybe that's a job for all of us now to figure out an assisted living place. we could be doing this from inside of our inflatable bubbles at an assisted living place. Um, South Africa just announced today that they're reopening for all travelers. Yeah, I bet that's uh, safe. Um, hmm. What remains undone? Yikes, Brad says. So much. Once the pan- pandemic is over, Stephanie and I go back to the Philippines to fiancé fiancé vacation on the beach uh, I can't pronounce some of these places in the Philippines you're talking about 
rebuild a house for a mom. Oh yeah, I really have to say I loved uh, I loved my visit to the Philippines. Although I'm not sure about the government there in the Philippines now, but then again, the people in the government are such two different things that you can go to a place and hopefully not have to interact with the government too much. Um, where would my stuff go, Scott, in those communities? Well, I would have to get rid of some of this stuff. That would be sad. But I think you'd be surprised about uh, how much of this I could get rid of and still feel like I had a lot left. <laughs> mm. Oh, Ed, coming in to help Jen out. Johannesburg, 7,000 feet, very temperate. Mm, good. Plastic frying pan. I don't know if there is a, such a thing as a plastic frying pan, Dave, but... Uh, and I'm a little scared of it. If if it is, if there is a plastic fire frying pan, I'm a little bit scared of it. David says he loved Kenya. Just don't eat anything. Got violently ill on the flight home. Yeah, well, eating in a foreign country can be a bit tricky. Hmm. Somehow I pinned your, I pinned your uh, comment there, Scott. Everyone in those communities lives like an. Assy, where would my stuff go? Yeah, I, I accidentally pinned that. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. Oh, oh! Everybody's talking about what we'd bring. Rhino research. That that'd be a good thing. To, uh, yeah, I'd love to visit that. Need to get to Z- to Kenya, Zimbabwe, Uganda, Congo. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Um, Maybe I'm seeing my enough not to care that somebody pitched it. I know, I'm not sure what you're talking about there, uh, Julie, but uh, yeah, I kind of feel like sometimes I would be uh, not so sad to find out that some, if I found out tomorrow that Belinda just threw away all of the VHS tapes in the house, part of me would feel like, oh my God, and then the rest of me would feel like, oh my God, this is a relief, but I can't bring myself to throw them away myself. Hmm. It's a little bit tricky. Um, and I know, Julie, I know you've offered in the past, don't throw them away, just send them to you. Um, maybe that's... Andrew, how do I think my comedy would go over in Africa? Well, I don't know. I mean, in South Africa, I think I might have a shot. I've, I've met some South Af- African um, um, comics at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I think I could handle that. Uh, I think. I think. I mean, I don't think I could make a career out of it, but I think I'd be able to do... A show. <laughs> Pick plastic frying pan for the microwave. Um, that's a funny idea because it's not really a frying pan if you're using it in the microwave. That's a that's a dish. That's a dish with a handle. Um, a frying pan means you have to fry with it, right? Uh, I think I'm pretty sure about that. Well, I'm loving the the, the the non-sequitur part of the comments where I haven't kept up with things like Stephanie. This except the beak, except the beak. Um, that's a good overheard at the grocery store. Except the beak, you can eat it all, eat the whole thing, but not the beak. Balut just took a look unappetizing. Um, yeah, I, I I've heard that the balut. Uh, what is it? It's a it's like a bird fetus thing. Yeah, no, thank you. <sighs> what other countries have I done comedy in, and was it ever received differently? Um, well, Jen, I did comedy in a lot of countries when I went on the road with. Uh, Mr. Russell Peters, uh, the great Russell Peters, I dare say, and I have a list of those, but maybe we'll talk about those next week, because I don't have that list handy, and I'd like to talk about all of them, but I can tell you that Croatia and Slovenia were awesome. Awesome. Um, 
so I could have had my own Melania if I didn't already have my own Melania. Boom. Do you see that? Do you follow me? Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, went to India for two weeks. First off, the food was awesome and didn't get sick at all. Um, having a driver and a guide was key, Darren. Yeah, that sounds like a great trip. I think when you go someplace like that, you want to kind of travel in a little bit higher class than you normally would, whatever that is. Uh, and economically, I think that's affordable. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's tricky. I like to eat the local food, but you've got to be careful. you got to be careful. Uh, put tinfoil under the plastic frying pan in the microwave. <laughs> Things will fry, you're guaranteed. Yeah, Dave, the tinfoil in the microwave, I, I don't know if you've ever put metal in a microwave accidentally before, but uh, it's not good. If you take a if you take a CD that you don't want anymore and you put it in the microwave with the shiny side up, it makes a little kind of a lightning storm effect that is uh, kind of entertaining and probably dangerous and off-gassing and poisonous, but uh, I've seen that. <laughs> Jeff says Egyptian comedy equals camels, something we do know a lot about. Um, ah, right, Stephanie, eating balut. That's the accept the beak. Eat it all, accept the beak. Gotcha. Um... Oh, Balut, 16 to 18 day duck embryo boiled, eat it right out of the shell. Um, I'm a no thank you on that, Brad. Uh, I do enjoy the local food when I'm traveling, but I think Balut, I, th I think the days of me having enough to drink to eat the Balut are over. I don't think I could get, it just seems like such a no thank you to me that I can't imagine it. But, uh, Anyway, oh, Darren, Melania will be available soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can you can pick up a used Melania for uh, for cheap. Um, uh, <laughs> Dave, you put everything in the microwave and CDs are fun. Yeah, well, things things. I, I hope you've got a YouTube channel, J Dave. And if you do, I hope you put a link to it because if you're not making YouTube videos of all the things you put in the microwave, you're missing a trick. I bought one of those. Uh, Blender is not the... I had a Vitamix, and I, I got rid of the Vitamix. Well, I didn't get rid of it, but it kind of eventually... Some part of it stopped working right, and I couldn't get a replacement thing for it. So I, so I got the new... Uh, uh, God, I can't think of the name right now. But uh, Will It Blend? They've got a YouTube channel, Will It Blend? And they blend golf balls and hockey sticks and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty It's pretty good. So I'm encouraging you, Dave, to start a YouTube channel if you haven't. Um, Andrew says, hey, Jake, random question. What do you think of the Borat character Sasha Baron Cohen has guts? Yes, I agree. I did talk about this the other day because on election night, we watched the Borat movie and uh, some of the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff, his Dolly G videos, I thought... I didn't like the idea that, oh, we're making fun of people because they were actually nice to this guy who's sort of a jerk. And uh, I didn't like that element of it, but I really thought he hit a kind of a sweet spot with this Moo movie, um, with this new movie that you can watch now, where uh, you, you got the comedy aspect, but uh, I really felt like the people who were involved, the Trump supporters and whatnot, came off as uh, as very sympathetic because they were so nice to him and uh, helped him in spite of the fact that he was playing and that they didn't realize he was pretending to be a moron. They thought he just was a moron. Anyway, I I, I thought he was brave and great. Yes, I'm a, I'm a supporter of that. Um, so <laughs> Dave's wondering if you eventually run out of microwaves. 
Uh, oh, I see. So you've done with the microwaving everything, Dave, because it's your microwave now and not your parents. Yes, so I get it. Um, <clears throat> just in time to say bye, Carol. Yeah, well, you are. Oh, I've gone over the time. Um, well, it's been a fun show. Mr. Predicto didn't get a, didn't get a look in. Um, we've got the fun meter still up at the maximum. Um, let me just round things out with a little bit of gas. The fart machine is in effect. Lady Jerry hopefully will be here tomorrow, but I can't say for sure. Today's uh, Seize the Day is from Tom Hiddleston. I'm an optimist. I choose to be. There's a lot of darkness in our world. There's a lot of pain, and you can choose to see that, or you can choose to see the joy. If you try to respond positively to the world, you will spend you will spend your time better if you try to respond positively to the world you will spend your time better and i feel like that's uh, you know that's very true you know if you if you speak positive you're going to receive positive the way you are to everybody else is the way they're going to be to you generally speaking but uh, it never hurts to be nice to an asshole so um well, it maybe does hurt. I shouldn't say it never hurts. But try and be nice to someone who's being a jerk to you. And uh, maybe we can fix things a little bit. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I will see you all tomorrow. And hopefully, Lady Jerry will be here as well. Good night, all. Happy First Friday. Take this.